Ooh, happy Thursday. <sighs> Coach Helen for you Fit Studio on the multiples again. Nowhere to look. I'm gonna look over there. As people start to join, you probably see one like this, like see all the multiple, multiple angles going on. Uh, welcome to today's live. Hafsa and Kate. <laughs> Boom. I was there. Literally right before this, uh, looking at my uh, potential order for the weekend. Give yourself something to look forward to. Happy Thursday! It's a good reminder I have to do this. I'm pretty good at this stuff now. Every time I see Kate, we're going to Just for those listening, I'm doing a wave at the emoji wave symbol that Kate sends me. I just made a movie. It's like, hey! Is that like, I've got a question. Hey! Hey, Nazarene! Welcome to the party! Welcome to the party. Uh, today's live shall be upon the topic of uh, if your environment dictates your happiness. Ooh, Pidgey Patel, hello. So I love Thursdays. In general, I really love Thursdays. No, because it's like tomorrow is Friday, it's weekend, and I've got like a there's, I've got a computer game coming that I've been waiting on like seven years for. Um, so I've got that pre-ordered, so it's very rare that I do that for myself. I can't remember the last time I pre-ordered something to arrive on the day of release. So excited, you massive child. That's gonna make me happy tomorrow. So it's quite funny that that will be the, the live today about uh, environment and happiness. I'm like, I can't wait to my Oh, <laughs> Good weekend this one's gonna be. Hey, Jill Lindley. Hi. As, as Kate would say, hi. <laughs> uh, so, is your environment dictating your happiness? Uh, I don't think I could have done this live uh, <laughs> about eight weeks ago. <laughs> it's like my environment is not making me happy. It's not making me happy. Um, <laughs> that's not how literally people are talking, by the way. But that's that's how I potentially felt. <laughs> um, now, uh, <coughs> actually. It's a bit like yesterday's live actually. This uh, this topic could ring true um, prior to to uh, lockdown and actually um, kind of around now as well. Uh, I think it, it kind of sits on both really. Um, so uh, is your environment dictating your happiness? Um, I'll go through what elements I mean by I'll by actually by environment and happiness as silly as it sounds, but actually perception of it and how I'm going to talk about it might be quite different. So I'll talk about what my perception of it is, and as you know, I love a good di dictionary definition or something, if it if it happens to be appropriate. Um, how we change our environment, um, why we change it, what we do to change it, um, what happens after we change it, uh, what do we expect to happen, um, and how happiness runs uh, for some people, I would say not all people, for some of us, how we view happiness, um, and also kind of some thinking about where others uh, sit in comparisons about how some people think of happiness and the environment and how others deal with it, or I won't say solutions to it necessarily, but just different ways of looking at it, perception of it, I guess. So as always, you know, audience, particip <laughs> audience participation, all the way. <laughs> Uh, is always welcome 
uh, if you've experienced any of this or you've had even serious in others uh, or you've seen it in your own behaviours before, uh, faux show, get involved. Uh, so, um, when I'm talking about environment uh, and happiness, um, I'm talking about multiple different things. I'm not just talking about um, the physical room someone's in. Um, I could be talking about um, relationship, okay? So relationship, work, work's a big one. Uh, home, so family, uh, or when I say home actually, it probably just mean actually physically where you live. So living uh, environment. Uh, environment also may be adapted or changed by somebody by um, adapting and changing it. So that might be uh, buying stuff might be a means of find, finding happiness within the environment or changing it. So finding an adaptive within the environment. So a, uh, I wouldn't say it's constant buying, but um, things, just stuff. So stuff, because that changes the environment, right? So I'm talking about that in sense of environment to start with. So when I talk about environment, I'm talking about changing, uh, not just physically where you are, but also um, what is around you within it um, as almost, uh, well, okay, let's just say what it is, actually, as I think about that now, it's external factors. So external factors outside yourself to create um, an emotion, right? So let's then, this is quite a nice short um, de definition of something, actually, as far as the dictionary is concerned. Happiness is the state, the state of being happy. So it's quite forward, isn't it? Happiness, again, I love to repeat it, just so we get to it. Happiness is the state of being happy. So let's think about those two things then. So environment is an external factor and happiness is a state. Um, I feel like I want to go sub off a topic on that. It is a state of happiness. Uh, hmm. It is that, right? Actually, if you think about it, happiness is a state of an emotion. It's not a permanent... A permanent... Um, a permanent, uh, what's the word? It's not uh, a permanent emotion. Uh, I think I'd be more concerned about somebody who's permanently happy. Um, I'd worry about them a little bit. <laughs> like, what are you on? Um, but it is, it's, it's a state. It's not a permanent state, though. It's ever-changing happiness. Um, and that's probably going to be something key I'll come back to, actually. So how do we change the environment? I've touched on it a little bit. Um, think about the things I've talked about. So... Yes, buying stuff, because that changes your environment. That's how we change it. We buy stuff to adapt it, uh, to amend it in some way to create that state of happiness, external state of happiness. Uh, relationships, uh, you, you may know someone uh, who's never been single, uh, but was always looking for the next big love, uh, while, it's, while it's big love, right? So always uh, looking for that, that state of happiness. Uh, as if it and grabbing onto it as it's a permanent state. Uh, work, uh, someone who may um, change jobs quite frequently, always looking uh, for full, um, what's the word? It's not necessarily happiness in this case, or it comes down to that. Um, fully fulfilled in a role, like permanently fulfilled though, permanently happy in a role. I think you suppose is the way to say it. Permanently happy in a role, so looking to then change jobs frequently. Um, and when they live, like someone may uh, always, okay, is, is it, <laughs> always see the person says, oh, it's never my forever home. And then they move and then, this isn't my forever home. I don't know whether their forever home's coming uh, to be forever. Um, 
Hey studio, you fit studio strength. Assuming no one turned up for strength, Heather, I hope that's you. Or again, it's the dumbbell talking about their happiness. Um, so, so, for the, so for the studio who's joined us, um, so how somebody, uh, in, so uh, if, if your environment, the question is how much your environment dictates happiness? Um, not unhappiness, FYI, happiness. So how we adapt and change our behaviours in the environment to create a, a state of happiness, right? So happiness is a state of being happy. Um, so changing a home, again, to always look for the forever home, to forever hold on to something, right? Like it's a permanent, permanent thing, right? Again, so when people are, uh, are doing this, why do they do this? Because they're looking to um, turn a temporary state into a permanent state, I think, through external factors. Like I will be, this is what, this is it. This is the next thing. This is the next big relationship. This is the next big job. Uh, this is the next big car. This this next car will make me happy. Mm. You ever see my feet? You know that's totally not true for me. <laughs> Although I'm quite happy with my feet. I get happy time again. I'll be happier if it's clean. Yeah. Uh, so what do we do to change it? Well, anything really. If someone chooses to 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 be looking for this, if they they choose this to be a way of which they approach things. Um, they will be forever doing that, as in they're always, it's not something that somebody necessarily um, starts to understand or appreciate unless it's called to their attention or challenged in some way. Um, and for those people, um, it's as if temp like the external factors are, are the things that will make them happy, right? As I said before, so external things will make them happy. Um, so what happens? Uh, what happens when we do it as people? Um, it's something. It's almost like the honeymoon period is what I generally see. So there's a honeymoon period where, um, and you and of all the things I've just listed, there's things. There's always this one, right? There's a honeymoon period where you're like, this new relationship is amazing. I am so happy. I am happy all the time. This new job is great. I love the people. Parking's great. Yeah, the boss is amazing. People are really interesting. Yeah, I really, I'm really happy in this job. Ah, um, oh, I've got this new house. Oh, it's great. I just moved in. I'm decorating it. So happy. Yeah, I'm really happy with it. Yeah, I'm really glad that we waited. You know, to move in and we waited for this home. This is our forever home. Yeah, I'm so happy. Um, and, and then if you have had these conversations with people, what do you notice in um, some amount of time? Uh, it's usually not a huge amount of time though, to be fair. Uh, oh, yeah, I don't know, I, um, I'm not sure. I mean, we've had a few arguments recently um, and yeah, I just really struggled to communicate with each other. Um, and then once you start to notice, it's the end of the honeymoon period, right? So we talk about it a lot with relationships as in the end of the happiness phase with relationships as such, or the, or the permanent state of happiness. Um, and actually though, if you apply that to all the other things I've been talking about, so um, work related, for example, or um, job. So what always happens when people say, I love my new job, yeah, it's great. Uh, yeah, I love my new boss. Uh, yeah, I love my, my new team are great. They're, they're really hard working. Yeah, I really get on well with them. Uh, like a month later, yeah, my boss is a, they expect me to work on Saturdays? I mean, how can they? Uh, Oh, that person ate my sandwich. I just like my job intently. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's the same principle, right? The honeymoon period has ended. So what's happened is actually uh, that person in that in that moment 
It's the first sunlight all day and why is it happening now? Oh my God. It's bright light. Let me just, I've got to shuffle so much out of the way now with cameras to make sure I don't knock everything over. Bear with. Oh, there we go. Shuffles. <laughs> so what, what's happening to those people that are saying they've let the, the permanent state of happiness they thought they'd get with a new job or the new relationship, uh, it started to become a little bit less solid, right? It's not a permanent state of happiness. It is a state, right? So something has shifted. The state has changed. And uh, so the external factor they're looking for to keep them happy is uh, not as solid as they believed, right? So it's starting to, to lose that. And then let's look again at the home. Oh, it's great. I love decorating this year. I'm so happy. I found some mould. <laughs> I was decorating. They did not tell me about that. This house can't stay here long term. That's it. Right, we'll get it two years. Two years, Helen. And then I'm going to look for the next one. The next one, the next one has to have a view of Riverside. And this is my dream home I'm talking about now. <laughs> um, must have a balcony. Uh, yeah, this one, we, we accept, we kind of, if I think about it, we compromised on this house, really. Yeah, I would have been happier if, whoa, uh, again, so the same principle, um, it's the honeymoon period has ended, um, and then what's the next stage? Uh, oh, you just call it the grass is always greener when it comes to a relationship, um, and yeah, it's the same principle. Uh, when people want to, to create, they sense that the happiness in the change of the environment, they're looking for, um, they're looking for a another hit of happiness they're looking for another solid solid new uh relationship happiness they're looking for um a great next boss um they're looking for the next home that has the sweetest stuff or or just stuff right uh kate good is pointing out that my boss is a pain in the bum yeah i've heard that about your boss kate uh quite a lot kate's her own boss just in case you weren't aware but yeah you must want to change your job all the time, Kate, to find happiness, to get away from your boss. <laughs> hey, Vim. Hey, Karen. Um, and, and that's where it gets interesting, right? Because if you recognise... You're all right, Karen. You're here. Um, if you recognise this behaviour in yourself that you're always looking for... Um, not always looking for. Okay, let, let's rephrase that. If you're somebody that recognises you have a tendency to do this, as in you have a tendency to always be looking for something to create happiness outside yourself, um, then, then this will be an interesting life for you because a phrase, and I've kind of, I almost touched on it before, I don't want to bring that card out too soon. Um, have you ever caught yourself saying or heard anyone else saying or, or heard, heard this thought process in your head, I'll be happy when? I'll be happy when? It's a really interesting one. So if you think of, um, I don't know, let's, we, we've got some examples, I've used them, but you can, you might be able to, even as I'm talking about it now, think about, oh, she's got a point. I always said I'd be happy when I win the lottery. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm probably quite stressed. I'm like, I don't know, <laughs> what to do, what to do. Um, I'll be happy when um, I get the big car I say for. Uh, and everybody can see, I've got this big car. Um, I'll be happy when uh, I get engaged. Ooh, those are good ones in relationships, aren't they? I'll be happy when we're engaged. I'll be happy when we're um, married, living together. Uh, I'll be happy when we have kids. All right. Isn't that funny that that is, it, that is how people look at certain things when it comes to happiness, that it comes at um, 
a goal or a finish line, right? So I'll be happy when. But what happens when you achieve it, you go into the same situation at some point of uh, actually this isn't what I expected or do you know what, actually something else looks more attractive or might create a, a longer, right? So that, that next thing always uh, perceives like it's gonna be that longer, solid time of, I don't know I'm looking down, like a longer time of, of happiness, right? That next big relationship, that next uh, forever home. Uh, I will be happy for longer in the next one. I mean, this one wasn't long enough, like I was happy for a bit, then I found, I found that there was mold, not in the relationship, hopefully, but in the home. How is it that it's been literally, I bring the happiness to you people. This is how I bring, I bring the happiness through sunlight. See, how gifted am I? <laughs> I'd be more prepared for this, I'd even be blinded halfway through. <laughs> I am happy though, I am happy there is sunlight. Let me just, oh yeah. Wow, that burns your eyeballs. Uh, so I'll be happy when, let's get back on track, uh, those people uh, uh, <laughs> listening like, what's happening? I'm being blinded by sunlight that's not appeared for a whole week. Um, I'll be happy when, so there's a finish line to something. So not only is it kind of, it creates a deadline as well, like I, I have to be happy by this point. Anybody felt that? Like, oh, I've not got that promotion yet. I'll be happy when I get the promotion though, So I'm not happy now. Um, the thing is about it, it's like the saying of there's light at the end of the tunnel. It's like saying, well, right now you're in doom and gloom uh, and therefore um, there is no happiness to be found. You're, there's no state of happiness to be found, temporary or otherwise, in the situation room because I'll be happy when or light at the end of the tunnel is always dictating that um, there is no, there's nothing in between, right? There's no, there's no different change between the two things. Um, and this is where it becomes interesting, right? Because if this is external uh, means of finding a, a temporary, it is always temporary, right? A temporary state of happiness. What is the alternative to that? Um, now, if you speak to, when speaking to some of clients, um, this is what's interesting, right? This, this did happen during the middle of lockdown, actually. This was a conversation about what would make you feel happy right now. Because people couldn't, this is what's interesting about lockdown, right? You think about it. People couldn't change their environments during lockdown. Couldn't change it. So all the external things, right? and if I look at other things as well, all the social things, like all the going out, um, going out to dinner, going to cinema, going out, going away, changing the environment from a physical sense as well, right? All of that went, right? Nobody changed jobs, nobody changed houses. Um, God knows, some people did change relationships. I have people who, my best mates managed to, to bag a relationship in the middle of lockdown. I'm still confused about how that happened. However, <laughs> On the whole, <laughs> on the whole, um, people had no choice but to stay in relationships they're in because they were living with people or uh, had no ability to change relationships. So the ability to um, change external situations during lockdown was removed, right? So what happened with those people or what happened with the majority of people if you think about your own behaviours as well? Ooh, definitely was like a grass will be greener when we're allowed out, right? Uh, I'll be happy when we can get out of here, Helen. I'll be happy when I get out of the house. I'm happy when Nando's is open. Me raise my hand saying that <laughs> it was me <laughs> at one point. Uh, I'm not happy now actually because I've not had one. Interestingly, um, but yeah, still that. Like, see, I say in my own language, right? 
So we couldn't change anything externally during lockdown. So the, the, the thing that a lot of uh, Sam, Sarah and I spoke about with clients was, okay, well, what is it internally then? Because externally, you can't change anything right now. Externally, you cannot. I mean, even, do you remember that period of time where even Amazon wasn't delivering? Jesus, there was, there was, it was like the world had literally, there was Armageddon going on when Amazon could not deliver or were not delivering or was saying it's going to be two weeks. It was like the emoji of, oh, was like permanent. Because that was, that was even like that one where I said you can buy stuff, right? The only thing you could do was buy stuff at all, like a bit later on to change the environment. But even that got restricted, right? So again, what did we do? We had to be creative with clients and say, okay, guess what? External factors are gone for your happiness. Where else is it? Well, the opposite would be internal. So where is where is where you could create this temporary state of happiness from within? Ooh, ching! I'm mean, all like philosophical, mainly because it's too many syllables for me to say repeatedly. Um, however, uh, there's a couple of ways to look at this, um, and we have looked at this with clients during lockdown, and we're still doing that now, actually, um, to some degree, if because uh, people still can't do a majority of things they want to to make them happy or to create permanent state of happiness through external. Get my language in place. Um, so, what are they doing? What we talked about. It's about okay. What 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 actually brings you a sense of smile? What makes you smile? When's the last time that you actually, rather than striving for a finish line of I'll be happy at this point in the future when I have something or achieve something, uh, what is there right now that you have um, that you can look at and say actually that makes this makes me feel I can smile at this and look at this and go actually this is time for me. Well, I do something that's, a, that's not for me looking for something that, that is around me or outside of me, but what is it about myself that makes me happy? Now, it's, it's you can look at it as play, like we have looked at play with clients, like what, what did you do at some point that made you happy as a child? Because actually, um, as adults, we don't actually play in the moment and, and create, if you look at kids, like, What's the biggest fun that kids like? When I, like, if you think about when you used to kick leaves when you were a kid, how happy were you? Like, that was what you were doing at that point in time. You literally just was like, this is making me ecstatic. This is the most amount of fun I think I've ever had as a child in that moment, kicking leaves. That was like, talk about a, a temporary state of extreme happiness. As adults, um, how often actually do you join in with kids and do that? Like, how often do we do as adults just for no apparent reason, just go and start kicking leaves around? Even if you have just someone's piled them there. Go, ha ha! These are things, this is the point, temporary, that happiness is a temporary state. It's not something you permanently can latch onto um, and create with external factors and maintain because it's always going to dissolve and change into something else that you, you will want to um, attach onto. So there's ways of looking at it, but um, I had a conversation when I talked about um, light at the end of the tunnel as a saying and how, uh, for me personally, I've, I've come to find it something, uh, um, not something you believe in, like a saying, um, I just think it's not fit for purpose for actual living life because it kind of prescribes to everything I'm talking about now. It's like saying the light at the end of the tunnel means that there's an end to all your feelings and thoughts and concerns that the light in the tunnel is like da -da! <laughs> you are happy well done 
And I'm like, I don't think I want that saying as part of, of um, conversations that I have or, or ways of looking at my own life because I'll just say, actually, I've got light within the tunnel if I choose to create it. It doesn't have to be at a distance, always just out of sight at the end of a massive tunnel, which is like <laughs> dark on all sides. Like for me, I'd rather say that I can create light with, within the tunnel for myself in whatever I deem to do for myself that is just for myself, for my own happiness or my own sense of fun and play. Uh, an adult play just, just for a laugh. Uh, and that's it. Yeah, the light's been turned off. <laughs> is it though, Kate? Because that's the thing. It's like that's that's how people have seen lockdown a little bit. Like the light's been turned off here. I'm just in this environment that I can't change, and therefore, um, I have no control over seeking happiness because those external factors have gone. But actually, what I'm saying is though, everybody has the ability to to create the sense of temporary happiness. Because it is temporary. It's just, it's a temporary state, not a permanent permanent position in life. Like I said, I'd be more creeped out by someone who's permanently happy. I'm happy. I'm like, <laughs> not sure if I trust you. All right. Sue. Hello, Sharmina. I'll do a recap and then we'll come, come, come to comments or shares if anyone's got anything they want to share on it. Uh, we're still laughing at Kate. Kate, your boss. <laughs> it's all right. Uh, mine's not watching anymore, so I can also say that mine's a pain in the bum as well. <laughs> Got away with it. Shh, no one tell him. Uh, so the recap. So I talked about. Um, so this is about if the environment dictates happiness, or if you seek to uh, dictate happiness through your environment. Um, so I looked at what the, what I meant or what I'm meaning when I talk about environment is is things like factors in your life. So uh, relationship, uh, work, um, your house, your home, whatever you would call it. Uh, just buying stuff for the sake of buying stuff. Uh, just stuff. Right, big ass TV, big ass car, all things that are really cool for a short amount of time, right? For that reason, um, and that happiness, right? Happiness is defined as the state, the state of being happy, not the permanent state, state of being happy. Um, how do we change the environment? By changing all those things, right? The noise, seeking the next uh, temporary hit or buzz or whatever you call it, right? I think it's different language gets used about it, but ultimately it's the same. It's the same desire the same drive the same things that we're looking for um why do we change it we, we do it because we seek that to be the answer or, or to be fair it might even be a, um something you raised to believe in almost some people are right they're, they're, they're as kids they're it's almost their advice to do it so it's one of those it's like how do you how do you how do you balance that in essence um, so what happens after we change it? Uh, we find the honeymoon period, so we find a sweet spot. We feel happy about everything, like I talked about the, the examples, like um, I love my house, I love my job, I love my new relationship, love it, love it, love it. I'm so happy, 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 happy. Uh, until <laughs> grass becomes greener, all the mould grows on something, either or. Uh, so e either one which comes first, essentially. Um, and saying I talked about is uh, uh, a couple of them, like I talked about that, that one just towards the end, but um, Light in the Tunnels one, I'll be happy when. Love that one. Oh, I love it when a client says this to me. I'm happy. I have a temporary state of happiness when a client says to me, I'll be happy when, Helen, because I'm like this. Will you? I'll be happy when I'm a size 10. 
nah, you want to be a size eight. <laughs> Anybody who's been on a long-term journey knows I've probably said that to them because I'm a client. They go, I'll be happy at a 12. I'm like, yeah, you will. For a bit. <laughs> and then you want to be happy at a size something else. <laughs> so true, right? Um, so I'll be happy when, oh, as well, that one, there's always another finishing line, right? If we're looking at, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, by the way, necessarily on that one. But it's just, it's just a great example, right? That, that there's always a, another temporary happiness somewhere else. Um, so how do we look for a solution? If these things are really external, it's really about how we, we look at ourselves and our environment, our own environment internally, really, to be fair. If you talk to, to people who spend a lot of time working on this stuff with themselves, um, like there's some, some people who have great routines, but in their routines daily, they include something that's just about them, that is about them uh, solely, right? Not involving another person because they found something that makes them feel uh, good, makes them feel happy for a point during the day, right? That isn't, isn't externally created, isn't about anybody else or anything else, just about them. And it's also about how it can be like play elements as a kid or how you play as, as, as adults, right? Because how often do we, right? Actually, I mean, this is why I'm probably uh, looking forward to tomorrow because I said right at the top, I've got a, a I rarely buy computer games in advance. I, I, don't, I can't even remember the last time I did. It's got to be at least two or three years ago. Um, and actually, I can't wait, right, because I'm, I'm going to get to to play tomorrow. <sighs> so much fun. Probably the whole Sunday as well, to be fair, right? Okay, granted, I have bought something to create it, I have to admit. <laughs> but for me, it's still it's still about me, about me going into my little bubble and escapism, right? But that, that, that for me, if I talk about me, then for me, my, my moments of happiness are when I'm escaping or escapism. So when I talk about comics or playing games or um, anything I do or uh, anything I do like climbing or paddleboarding, it's all solo stuff, right? It's all stuff where it's just about me uh, and me just playing around for a bit. Uh, so Julie's saying, unfortunately, it's human nature to always want more. Personally, the older I become, I'm more content with life. Mm. Yeah, it's contentment to some degree. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I don't know if it is human nature to always want more, though, for everybody. I don't think everybody does. Um, I don't think it's human nature. I think it's a taught behaviour, though, potentially. It's how I would see it. Uh, and that's quite an interesting one, right? Those. The new fit studio came and left. I'm quite surprised. I thought I thought you fit the studio would stay. <laughs> I thought you did not. Uh, so that's my life on. Uh, oh, Isabel just arrived. You would have loved this one. You would have commented on this one. Is environment di uh, dictates your happiness? Is is, is are the things that we do by uh, places we go, things we create make us happy, or is it an internal state? Oh, miss miss this one, Isabel. I have to watch this one back. I'm sure you will uh, have something to comment about that one. Uh, this is all your bag. Uh, and I didn't even touch anything. I didn't even use any arguments from a, a Buddhism background either. I just went all all, all pure, just uh, uh, lifestyle and human choices, right? But there's so much you could look into that and see how, um, from a spiritual point of view, um, happiness is looked at. So uh, Karen is saying, oh, holy hell. Why, Karen, why would you say a word like that? <laughs> I could barely get through words with three syllables. Hertzberg theory. <sighs> of motivation totally covers this. Oh, I like that. Hertzberg. Hertzberg. That's one for the reading list. It's got long as long as you like. 
<laughs> I'm going to check that one out, Karen. Thank you. That's a good one. Right, guys and dolls. Uh, that'd be me. In the, oh, wow. It looks like a lovely, actually, it looks like a lovely evening. Well, enjoy whatever you do uh, to create your happiness for this evening. Uh, tomorrow's Friday. Woo! So I will catch you tomorrow uh, for five o'clock. Uh, potentially the last one of the week. If we don't do one on Saturday, we'll yet to be revealed. Uh, otherwise, have a great evening and catch you tomorrow.